It's another week and another brand new episode on the Granny Panty Podcast. I'm your host, Ruby Lynn. I'm super excited that you have tuned in, and I would love it if you could hit subscribe, like, comment on my videos. Also, if you want to follow me, the host, you can find all things Ruby at rubylynn.com. That's R-U-B-Y-L-Y-N-N-E.com. This week's guest, uh, I had the pleasure of meeting her at Chicago Exotica a couple of months ago, and then again got to see her at XBiz Miami. She is the number one ambassador for Loyal Fans, which is a huge fan site that is just blowing other fan sites out of the water. She's been in this business for 22 years, which I had no idea. Her primary fetish is bondage, uh, domination, and she has just made a beautiful business out of that niche. So I'm super excited to find out more today about Nisa Nevers. Welcome. Nissa Nevers, I'm so excited to have you on my show today. Thanks for taking the time to come on, and I can't wait to get to know you more. Yeah, it was great meeting you at Exotica and then seeing you again at Expiz, and I'm super excited to be on the Granny Panty Podcast. Thank you so much. And I was just mentioning before we went live that I'm excited to actually be able to talk to you because we have only seen each other at these huge, crazy events where the background noise, you can't really sit and (laughs) chat. And I want to hear more about how you got into this business, your work with loyal fans and how that came about. And so let's just start right out of the gate. How long have you been in the business I've been in um, 22 years. I started 22? Like 19. <laughs> wow. 42 in December. Yay, the 40s. I love it. 40s and 50s, best years of my life. <laughs> yeah, you know, 40 has been good. <laughs> 40s have been good. That's awesome. So how did you start at 19? I'm going to assume maybe strip club, that kind of thing. Nope, I'm a horrible dancer. I, oh, I'm a horrible dancer. <laughs> I've tried. People have tried to teach me. It is not good. <laughs> um, I actually, uh, I've been into um, bondage and fetish since oh. I was a kid. Like, honestly, I that was just kind of the game we played back then. Uh, like the power struggle. That's fun. So when I was, I also started modeling really young. Okay. And then when I became 18, I started modeling again on my own terms. I just didn't like modeling as a child, you know, Mm -hmm. pushed around a little bit. And I was kind of a rebellious child. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) that didn't work out for me. Um, So when I turned 18, I did regular modeling. And then I I had done a little bit of like tie up bondage modeling Mm -hmm. photos. But then I met this girl online. And I had moved up north. Um, I was living in Virginia. Then I moved to uh, Maryland. Okay. And I was actually a live-in nanny for a friend of mine. I met the girl on MySpace. I was just kind of 
looking around for people who seem interesting in the area. Right. And I seen that she did bondage. And then I seen her smoking. And then I was like, oh, we have things in common. Like, clearly we should at least hang out and try it and see if we're friends. That's <laughs> kind so of a cool. Approach. <laughs> but I didn't know how to make friends in a new place. So that's mm-hmm. what I did. Mm-hmm. Um, and it worked. <laughs> I made a friend. And the MySpace days were really like the birthplace of uh, online dating or friendships or that connection. Uh, yeah. I remember having a MySpace and got your top eight. <laughs> yeah, my top eight or your top twelve and mm-hmm. Tom and yeah. I kind of wish yeah. those days would come back. It was very fun yeah. on MySpace. Like, see, this is what will, this is what ages us, right? MySpace because they're like. Oh, what is that relic? <laughs> so you got into the the bondage fetish. I mean, I'm picturing uh, little Nissa tying up all her friends on the playground or something. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> the tetherball, the tetherball court. That's also aginess. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Do they have those anymore? I was <laughs> just thinking. Like that might not be as fun as whatever else they might have now. Right. So so you met this computers now. (laughs) Yeah, we have computers. We don't, they're playing games on the computer versus games on the playground. I heard in school, everyone's learning on only computers now. It seems I was like, wow, I wonder what that looks like. iPads and computers. That's true. That's true. So So you got into the, the bondage, um, modeling with this person you met yeah, i seen that she had pictures she told me she was a bondage model and i was okay. like oh that's a thing i thought what i was seeing on the internet was just people sharing right i never i never hit a paywall back <laughs> then i was just finding mm-hmm. stuff you know so i just thought i was sharing and i was like oh you get paid to do this and she's like yeah if you want i'll take you on a shoot you can see what i do and watch my shoot wow you know, if you want to shoot that day, you probably can. <laughs> so I did. And I was like, I can do this. So I did. And I got paid. And I was like, well, there we have it. I can actually get paid for doing this, not just regular modeling. And I already had, when I was in high school, I went to, uh, uh, it was called radio and TV broadcasting. It was a vocational school where I would go for, oh. a day for, or four periods a day, like half the day, my mm-hmm. senior year. So I was already into editing and doing all that. I really liked doing video stuff. My uncle was a video editor, so he showed me some stuff before, and I was just super into it. So it was kind of cool to end up putting both together and be like, whoa, here we go. Now here's my career now. (laughs) Right. You kind of married all of those talents that you brought to the table. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That is awesome. And that... And that was just like, that kind of led me into everything else I did. Um, Mm -hmm. I actually became an assistant for the second person, second producer I shot with. And so I learned a lot from him too. I learned about model releases and IDs very early. So I was one of the lucky ones that didn't have to like panic too much. But I always Mm -hmm. tell people, gotta get those model releases. (laughs) Get all the pictures because you never know what is going to change. And right, 
Yeah, that is super important. Uh, I can't even imagine not having that in the past. You know, there's people now that um, someone recently told me that they ran into an issue where I don't even remember what site it was, but they said <laughs> that, oh, this is an expired ID. Well, yeah, the content's 20 years old. Right. You want me to go find her? She might not be around anymore. She might not want to be found, you know? So did they not, did they take the video down because it had been? I think it wasn't even able to go up. <clears throat> okay. Old content they were just working on or something. Gotcha. Gotcha. So yeah, get get the edges of the idea if you have to. <laughs> right, right. It's so important. Well, you know, and it's so easy to do the 2257s now. I personally use the app. I think it was the Walters Law Group or something came out with that $2 app. And that makes it so easy. You're right there. You can do it right on your phone. Yeah, I do a model release and it collects your ID and everything, uh, mm -hmm. social handles. I use a Clever Waiver. Oh, That's okay. More, but you can design it however you like. Okay. And then I always do get um, I always do get a, a 2257 mm -hmm. just signed, so I have some kind of paper signature. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, you so cannot I'm have too many. I was like, oh, a paper signature. You're right. <laughs> you never right. know. Right. You can't have too much backup, I don't think, in this yeah. business. And it's just business. Everybody understands. Mm -hmm. Like, what I'm asking for, I want to happily give to you, too. Right. Not, I would withhold. I only want yours. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, speaking of apps, I use Bold Sign, which you can, it's all electronic signature. I use that for my videography release for the podcast. But also, um, I don't allow any nudity on social media. And so anybody that I collab with, um, if they want to shoot with me, they have to sign an agreement that says I will not show, you know, below the waist or chest on any socials, so it makes it easy because you can just send that yeah i really liked yours it was very easy to <laughs> sign back thank you thank you so you're doing the modeling and then did you get into live webcam or where did that kind of that path take you to get to where you are today so i've always been a model producer um I'm still very shy when it comes to webcam. I really like deep down inside. I really, really, really want to be on the webcam, but I, I don't know what it is. Like I've been doing videos. I can turn it on when I go to the conventions, mm -hmm. but I'm just so shy about going on the webcam. Yeah. I'm definitely a producer through and through. That's what okay. been my main gig the whole time. Mm -hmm. Um, my main thing is custom videos. I okay. always wanted to just be a bondage producer at first because pretty much everybody gets into it with what they're into. Right. Then once I started doing customs and I really like the interaction with me and the fan and mm -hmm. getting to know what they like and there's so many fun fetishes out there. Yes. For me, I like getting creative like that. So uh, I just started doing all these different custom requests and... I shoot so many fetishes now and I get to ask so many questions. I just want to produce the best ones. So I ask them tons of questions. That's awesome. Big collection of all kinds of crazy fetishes. Tell me what is your most requested fetish? Tickling. For content. Tickling. 
I have a big tickling fan base. Oh, tickling. <laughs> okay. I that I didn't expect that. Yeah, I have a huge tickle fan base. And they like to see me tickle other people, but really it's me getting tickled. Okay. Okay. Tickle torment. <laughs> okay. I've had a couple of, um, on live webcam, I've had a couple private shows where someone had the tickling fetish, but, uh, interesting. So what is your favorite fetish to film or produce? Oh, um, I always like bondage. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do like the tickling. Um, I've been doing a lot of giant test stuff, which I think is really fun and creative. Uh, yes. <laughs> The fans are really nice. And like, I've been working with some fans that, you know, this recently, this one guy had me, um, he ordered a book from Amazon and it was all these like buildings from Europe that I could, paper buildings I could put together. It's on the hub, right? Yes. And it is. I I saw it the other day. It's so fun to smash these buildings. It takes me like 15 minutes to build one. I bet. I thought that was so creative. Oh God, I'm going to smash this thing. But it's like, yeah, I'm going to smash this thing. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Yes. I was doing a little research on you. And so I, I came across that and I thought, gosh, that's so creative. The fans, they write such good scripts and, you know, and the scripts sell well. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. when I make the video, they sell well because it's coming straight from the fetish. fetish Right. And I really like the scripts. Yes. I always tell my uh, custom video clients, the more information you can give me, the better. Absolutely. Absolutely. I did a giant test. It was so awful. It was, I'd first gotten in the business and hadn't, I was just starting to make content and I had been selling dirty panties. And one of the panty guys was like, I want this whole giant test series. Like I'm going to order you this, you know, put this Barbie doll on your wish list. I'm going to order it and have it sent to you. And I did this, it was like a five video series and I did enjoy it, but I look back now and I'm like, that was so awful. That was like my very first content. (laughs) I was Googling giant tests. I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's great though. Like now there's so much information on the internet. So it's like Mm -hmm. now you can Google it and like see all these other videos and have yes. like something to go on. But yeah, the first time back in the day, just starting, you just have to go on what the fan tells you. Right, right, <laughs> right. People tell us a lot. You have to like pull it out of them. Like, come on, man, I'm trying to make this like nice for you. You're spending all this money. Don't you want to tell me what you want? Yeah. And then I look back and go, I sold those videos for $25. Like I did a custom for 25 I'm like, what is wrong with me? I wouldn't even turn my camera on for less than 150 now. Not now. Not now. (laughs) Honestly, I and it sounds really lazy, and I I complain about myself sometimes to my partner, (laughs) my boyfriend. I go, God, am I one of those lazy producers? Because you know we've been doing custom so long, we almost Mm -hmm. just don't shoot unless we have customs. I mean, we shoot a lot, but right, right, we're shooting like consistently every week or but it's like a you know we shoot a lot at once and right then it's bulk content making then yes 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 we like to do it like that 
So it's hard to get into a schedule. I, uh, when I started this podcast last November, the days that I always set aside for shooting content, were now doing podcast interviews and I just get so, um, lost in my podcast cause it's my passion now that I was recently like, um, I haven't shot a new solo vid in like four months. I think I need to, <laughs> I need to shoot some content, but it is just scheduling it. That's yeah. you know, half the battle. I've tried to make a calendar and like, it's very hard to stay consistent with it because we're also working around other people's schedules. If we're yes. shooting and doing collabs, if I'm doing mm -hmm. stuff with other people in it, you know, we, you know, just, and then life, right. Right. <laughs> families visiting. We live in Florida. So I didn't realize how much family was going to visit how often, but they really like visiting. <laughs> they like to come and see you. Yes. I love that. Nobody visit me in DC. <laughs> right. Right. I had to go visit them when I lived in DC. Nobody wanted to drive into a DC. That's DC right. It's cold and yucky, but it's always nice down here. So you, you are living in the great state of Florida. So tell me about collabing. So do you shoot with other creators or just your partner? I shoot with other creators. I only shoot um, like boy girl with my, my partner. We've been together. Okay. It'll be 14 years in November. Congrats. So he's my guy. <laughs> and his name's Tom. Um, you'll probably meet him at some point during one of the conventions or something. Awesome. He loves Tom. But I shoot with a bunch of, like, I do shoot with other guys doing other fetishes. Like, I've done tickling or. Okay. I love shooting ball busting. I don't know if we're allowed to talk about Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> you can say ball busting. Okay. I love shooting ball busting. That is an interesting fetish. Mm -hmm. So many guys ask me, oh, how do I get in the industry? Can I shoot with you? I'm like, if you can take a ball busting, absolutely. Let's shoot something. They're like, oh, that's not what I want to shoot. I go, I know. It takes a special man to shoot ball busting. <laughs> that's right. Do you shoot with a lot of fans or do you? And also, do you do in-person domination sessions? Um, I do do some sessions. Um, I don't typically shoot with fans. If I do shoot with fans, I mean, I guess maybe it would be like in a public setting. Um, okay. I don't typically shoot with fans. If I were to shoot with someone who's sessioning, like if they do ball busting, I'd probably give them a discount on the session if they'd allow right. me to shoot. Um, right. But, you know, not everybody's into that. But I do have a couple of friends that like my friend Andrea will come over from mm -hmm. Europe and we'll shoot for days. I don't wow. know how he can do it, but he does it. <laughs> that is amazing. What do you think is the most important personality trait for being a Dom? I guess just overall awareness, <laughs> being aware, self-aware and aware of everything mm -hmm. around you. People, people's, I guess, mood and Mm -hmm. how, how the tone can change. Right. So being able to kind of read the room. It yeah. Sounds like. yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Awesome. I'm a switch. So. Okay. I go both. I go both ways. <laughs> nice. And how often do you shoot more of the submissive side of you? Pretty often. Mm -hmm. I would say I do like a, almost like an even mix. Okay. Okay. I have a good fan base for both. Um, they love seeing me in bondage, but they also mm -hmm. love seeing me dom POV and put other people into bondage. 
or be like an evil giantess. <laughs> right, right, right. And then, so let's kind of switch gears. And I noticed your amazing shirt for loyal fans. fans. You are their number one ambassador. I understand. Aww, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> How did that all come about? Um, well, I've been with, you know, Neil and the family back when it was clips for sale. So okay. I've been doing conventions with them for gosh, I, I would have to look it up. I think from their first exotica, from wow. the very first exotica in New Jersey. Okay. So I've been with them for a long time. So it was just kind of a natural progression that I just gotcha. moved over with and moved over with loyal fans, like doing stuff with them. And mm -hmm. they had me start out doing like the creator spot, the creator spotlight interviews. And that went really well. And we did AVM and they said, Hey, do you want to start doing more with like model outreach and this and that? Mm -hmm. And I was like, absolutely. So I really like being working for them and being on the platform. I wouldn't be able to really, <clears throat> I don't think I would be able to work for somebody if I didn't believe in what we were doing. Right. Right. Well, you're amazing at it. I've seen you at these events and you're so personable and I can tell that you really do care about uh, people's success on the platform and, and helping yeah. them. Yeah. It's a lot to learn by yourself. That's, I mean, I've learned so much on my own and I know how much time it takes and how it can be frustrating. And when I've like had enough and then like, you know, I, I'm just walking away from this right now. Um, right. So I am really happy to be able to help people learn one-on-one -on -one because that, we're just trying to make some money here and we're trying to have some fun and our fans are waiting to talk to us. So once you know the site, then yeah, you can just go on ahead. But learning it on your own, it takes a while. And to really understand it, it's good to have someone from the site explain it to you, I think. Right, right. Well, and I will tell you, it's because of you and Judy from Chicago Exotica. I came home. I'd had a loyal fans. I made one when the whole OnlyFans was kicking all sex workers off. I was like, okay, let me look, you know, I did a little research. What's the next best or what is the growing platform? And obviously it was loyal fans. And so I made an account, but I didn't do anything with it. And so after I talked to you and met you at Chicago, I came right home and I started uploading. I totally like, I'm starting to finesse my profile and boom, started making money. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I really want people to enjoy the platform because there's so much you can offer your fans on here. The whole experience. <laughs> the yes, whole it's really endless. And I was just chatting with some other uh, model creators, friends. I'm in a couple different groups online and was saying how uh, loyal fans, you really set yourself apart because you can do live cam. You can do sexting, you know, charge per message there's just it's so much you can do you have a clip store yeah, uh, it's really store, an all-in-one or i love the calendar scheduler i want to look at a calendar you know and be able to see and so you can click the date and it'll show you everything that's going on that day the media cloud i love being able to make folders and be organized yes yes i still have a lot to learn so uh, eventually one of these days we'll sit yeah, down together. One -on -one. I would love to walk you through the site. I like doing them. <laughs> That's awesome. 
can you talk, does loyal fans have any big projects coming out or big features that they're working on? Ooh, I'm not allowed to talk, tell. <laughs> there is some new things coming out that I know everyone's going to really like. Absolutely. Okay. And of course, the conventions. We love seeing everyone out to, at the conventions. Um, we're going to Exotica Miami, including uh, New Jersey and D.C. Okay. So That's those awesome. Are, those that are really awesome. Nice. I love going out and seeing all the fans and the creators. That is cool. Well, I didn't figure you could give us too much information, but maybe a hint. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's something that's going to be coming, I believe, in the email area. And the other thing they were talking about, I mean, I was told about five or six things. So, (laughs) yeah. Okay. Okay. We'll let you keep your secrets and your job. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I really like it over here. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. The friendliness of all of you at the conventions is also very endearing because, like I said, it made me want to ramp up my profile. Yeah. I feel like loyal fans, we really do care about our creators and I want people to feel welcome and like you said, easy to talk to friends mm-hmm. because there's an, it's all about being nice, kind, you know, <laughs> absolutely positive experience. I want a positive experience. I think of you and Judy as the dynamic duo at the events. Oh, I'm going to tell her you said that. <laughs> <laughs> I love Judy. She is amazing. Yeah, it was fun to meet her. What do you think the biggest challenge is that you're facing in your business in this day and age? I guess there's that fear, you know, that any moment that like all of a sudden our bank accounts are frozen. Right. That's the biggest fear for me because it's not like I'm going to take my money out and start shoving it in a mattress, but I'm right. going there. Are we getting there? Right. Oh, my husky, I can hear him at the door. He's such a big baby. <laughs> and recently, there's been a lot more, I think, uh, adult content creators who are getting their bank accounts closed down without any um, explanation, you know, and they don't have much options. Is he coming in there? Yes, I guess he got in. <laughs> I love it. I once had someone's cat in the background on the podcast. Aspen. Oh, it's raining. He's a big baby. So he's scared of the rain. He pushed his way in. <laughs> so, yes, banking is definitely an issue. Uh, I see mm-hmm. more of it being talked about, you know, in the political arena for mm-hmm. adult work. It's, you know, they, I just don't understand. And we never will. Under, I mean, I understand it's about money. Um, Mm -hmm. Hollywood can make whatever they want and it make it very realistic. I can't even make a campy video where someone, you know, something happens to somebody that's bad. Right. Right. They're just going to take it down or I can't post it anywhere. And it's all about the money that's getting paid out. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So since you've been doing this since you were 19, I'm, does your family know what you're doing and how are they, are they um, supportive? Um, yeah, they actually are. My family's always known what I was doing. I've always been very open with my family. It's not what they want. Of course, you know, they were like, Oh, you could be a doctor. Or you could work on computers or something. And I do work on computers. 
Mm -hmm. And I play doctor on the internet sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) I play, I wear many hats. (laughs) Right. Well, it's Um, true. It's true in this business. Uh, Recently on another episode, I was talking to someone and it's like, I don't ever want to go back to social work. If I had to go back into, you know, working for somebody else, we're marketers, we're editors, you know, we're planners, Mm -hmm. event planners. It's the list goes on. Yeah. I can herd cats. I've gotten many models on set at the same time before. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that is a skill. <laughs> that is a skill. And running these events and or- yes. getting everything organized. Mm-hmm. So much yeah. can go wrong. So they, they are very supportive. They're happy. I pay my own bills. You know, my mom like knows about editing, like knows about me doing editing and this and that. And she thinks it's really cool being able to learn all the different programs and that. Right. Like that. that is cool. That is cool. If you could go back and tell your 19-year-old self any piece of advice, what do you think you would do differently? I guess take the picture of the back of the ID, too. Oh, (laughs) gotcha. Ah, Because we have the fronts. We have the fronts for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Back then, we didn't keep the backs. Right. Right. And they're asking for that these days. Mm Mm-hmm. Platforms yeah. are also back it all up, back it up five times if you have to. Mm-hmm. I would tell my modern day self this too. I'm dealing with a, a opened up hard drive over here that I have oh. because I have to now use this other thingy to plug it in and oh, try to retrieve no. my data. <laughs> back it up always, everybody. Back it up. So you're trying to recover some stuff, it sounds like. Yeah, that was my main one that I was working on. And it just, for some reason, stopped spinning. Oh, no. So I got my uncle, who's the computer guy, on the phone. And I'm like, all right, let's open it up together. (laughs) Right. Oh, I hope you can recover those files. Me too. Otherwise, I'll be asking around who's a trusted person. Because I can't just take this thing to Best Buy with those kids in there. Looking at this. That's true. Oh, gosh. Well, there's got to be somebody in this industry, too. I mean, I think Twitter is my best friend. Whenever I'm looking for something recently, I was like, I need someone who knows Final Cut Pro. I can't do this one thing I need to do. And I'm going crazy. So maybe there is somebody out there who's an expert. But yes, I hear you. I subscribe to iCloud. I have Dropbox and an eight tab external drive. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) hopefully one of those is going to have everything. Yeah. I need to get another external. I got a 14, but wow. I'm still already almost maxed out. Right. Right. And I'm going to have to make a backup of that too. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> 4k that's what kills your file yeah, sizes i moved we moved to 4k camera we're not even shooting in 4k and it's mm-hmm. already a lot bigger size files but that's right. good because you know i've looked at files from back back when i first started shooting and they're so grainy like pretty much unusable yes i gotcha i gotcha and so what is your favorite productivity hack because it seems like you're juggling a lot you're you're working for loyal fans you're shooting your own stuff you're producing editing how do you keep that all going i think my productivity hack 
<laughs> which is probably not so much a hack and probably abuse to myself. <laughs> and I bet we all do it is just getting in the zone and staying mm-hmm. there. I don't care if I'm chained to the computer for like, I'd rather be chained to the computer for like 16 hours yeah. and stay in the zone than stop and lose that motivation and not want to start back up. Cause there's days yeah. I want to screw off the whole day. Right. So I know when I'm in the zone, I'll stay there the whole day. <laughs> just stay focused. Yeah. That's a good one. That yeah. is a good one. And if you're like, you know, say you're updating to like the hub or something, I put previews up there. There's like monotonous, like draining work to do when you do your just dis- description areas. Like, I Oh yeah. Copy and paste for Google translate. I'm like, you know, why not? People are looking up stuff in other languages, not just English. So I always That's use true. the translation type for the titles. And like, if it doesn't say the fetish in the titles, I'll put a dash and then write the fetish. So that word okay. is translated. So when people look, it'll say like tickle in whatever language they're writing. Oh, that's very smart. Yeah, it gives you like 12 different languages you can translate. So I just pop it into Google Translate and copy and paste. I don't know if the translation is correct, but it's better than nothing, right? (laughs) That's right. Now, do you have an assistant or do you do everything yourself? I do everything myself, but I think I'm going to probably need to start paying someone as an assistant. (laughs) Yeah, I'm looking at that. That's my goal this year as well. Just because there's, you know, just getting stuff uploaded and writing the copy just takes time. Yeah. I max, I'm maxing out on my own time and there's only one right. of me and I want to be able to reach more fans and mm-hmm. make more content. And yeah, I just need an assistant. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Oh, though, I'm a, such a control freak. That's like something I have issue with. <laughs> I'm a control freak. Uh, agree with you there because I have actually talked to a couple of assistants and then it's like in my head I'm like oh they're gonna have all my passwords they're gonna have access to all my accounts and I'm such a you know control person yeah like what if they change something or even like I don't want somebody to do it and then like I'm like looking over their shoulder like some kind of annoying boss terrible boss or like (laughs) say like they're running one of my socials and I go look on my Instagram or my Twitter and like what the hell I don't want to have that moment and then have to have confrontation when I can just be the one to look at my own stuff and be like what the hell do it better duh (laughs) (laughs) I won't and no one else's feelings getting hurt when I'm being like that (laughs) that's true That is true. That is true. (laughs) So I like to ask my ladies, especially for a granny panty tip of the week. So it can be, it can really be anything. It can be beauty, skincare, related to your business, productivity, anything. If you had one good tip for other creators, what would that be? That's a good one. One good tip for other creators. Well, my number one tip always to especially female creators or anyone who wears makeup is do not go to sleep with your makeup on. That's true. (laughs) Absolutely. That's my number one tip, but we've all heard it before, you know? So I guess my number two tip, if you're using Instagram, use the link, link button for your stories. I see people 
you know, hey, go follow me. But that link button, I've clicked it many, many times. So my tip of the day, use the link button more. It's why not? I've never gotten flagged for using the link button to my loyal fans on there. Oh, interesting. Okay. Also, I don't get flagged for linking loyal fans links on my Facebook either. Oh, nice. Okay. Where other ones I, I used to get. Right, right. Yeah, you have to be so darn careful. I um have a full-blown website, which has my links on it. So I always just point everyone to my website. But yeah, that's good to know. I do see models linking to their fan sites. And I don't know, I'm too scared. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been doing the loyal fans because I realized I was getting away with it. But I mean, I've been flagged for my C4S. I see other people are able to do theirs. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've had my niece and ever's Facebook forever. So I'm sure right. there are people that are just like, oh, I'm going to report it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's there's those kind of folks everywhere. But yeah. <laughs> awesome. So do tell us where we can find you. I'm going to also link it when this goes live. I am pretty much on all the socials, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, Twitter, TikTok, it's at Nisa Nevers. My loyal fans is loyalfans.com slash Nisa dash Nevers. Twitter is my home. You'll always see like what I'm up to there and you can follow, follow the links. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. And of course, Nisa Nevers.com that has a bunch of links. Okay. Awesome. Yes, definitely. Everyone needs to check you out. I was so excited to meet you this year. And I just love seeing you guys at every event. I don't think I have any more events. No exoticas. I don't think for the rest of the year, maybe New Jersey. If I get sponsored to go, I'll, I'll go to New Jersey. I think the New Jersey ones like to, I, I've been to that one and it's very big. I would say if you're going to consider any of the other ones, the Jersey one would be the most people you would reach. Yeah, uh, we went in 2021. Oh, okay. That was our so first you know. ever Exotica. Yeah, and it was fun. I'm very excited for the DC Exotica because DC is like my home. And right. It actually starts on my birthday, December 1st. It's the first to the third. So I'm like, ooh, I wonder if a bunch of my friends will come and see me on my birthday working. <laughs> I think I think this calls for a big birthday celebration at the booth. Yeah, maybe I'll get my birthday spankings at the booth. Oh, <laughs> or give some. Yes, I would rather give than get because I still got a model. <laughs> That's right. That's awesome. Well, I have had so much fun getting to know you more without all the craziness of an event. Yes, and I sure appreciate you coming on the show. I know you've been busy since. Oh, yeah, we've been shooting a lot. A lot of fun, though. Yeah. Do you do you host a model house just as a side note or do you just um, get a bunch of creators together? Uh well, it's just my house and my friends came back from Xbiz. Um I only actually have one guest room, but we have a huge huge sectional sectional couch that one mm-hmm. part folds down and we have um a really nice king-size blow-up mattress. I'm surprised how nice these things can be. Right. <laughs> 
So, like, if I get customs where all these people are involved, it's like Nisa camp. <laughs> everyone, oh, I love it. Yeah, everyone comes. We all cook together. Whoever, you know, if we're shooting a long custom, whoever's not right. in that one will be cooking something. And, yeah, we kind of just make it work. Everyone helps each other. That's a fun atmosphere. Yeah. And especially if people are already traveling, you know, like to Florida for events to just stay longer and shoot is awesome. Yeah, we like to at least like uh, my friend Maxine and Scott, they came from the Dominican Republic. So wow. for a week and since she's from out of town, we let people know and everyone has enough time to get their orders in. And then if they don't get it in, then they'll wait till next time. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Well, keep up the good work. I love what you're doing for loyal fans. It totally inspired me to get mine going. So thanks, and good luck on your loyal fans. I know it's thank fun. you. We'll be we'll be scheduling something, but thanks again for being here. And I just wish you luck, and hopefully, I'll see you in New Jersey. Yeah, I'll be there for sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> thanks, Niza. Thanks, Ruby. Bye.